Blog Talk Radio. True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah, Brother Titus. 
sounds pretty good. Um, it's a better half. It's close by. Uh, uh, well, she won't be available tonight. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. All right, then, um, we'll get something going on, Brother Titus. We'll look right down at um, Luke chapter 12, verse 12, case number 30. Let's see if we get something going on. What does what it say we can read in Luke? 12, verse 12 there, Brother Titus. The book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12 reads, For the righteous spirit to teach you at the same hour what you ought to say. That's right there, young man. The, the righteous spirit do the teaching. You know, I want to open up in uh, Titus. Three verse three there, young line. Let's find out what you Titus chapter three, verse three. Let's see if we get the president from um, Titus chapter three, verse three. What did it say there, uh, for Titus? Three verse three. The book of Titus chapter three, verse three reads. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. Yeah, you, you see that? So we, we was one time, we one time had the devil in us, but now we can recognize when the devil's in us now. Read that again, Brother Titus. I, I think you're going to up on something. And, and let's hear that again there, Brother Titus. Book of Titus, chapter 3, verse 3 reads, For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, Hateful and hating one another. Yeah. We we was washed by death. But then we start getting a little information and another kind of fofo down to verse six. You start getting a little information there. So we was once in bad shape, not understanding it because we learn it. It's still something we have to Recognizing the pages of the book. But once upon a time, we all was like that, according to Titus 3, verse 3. But then we start analyzing this book a little bit. And what can we read in Malachi 4, 4, down to verse 6? Yes, sir. The book of Malachi, chapter 4, verse 4 to verse 6. Malachi, the see chapter 4, verse 4 reads, Remember ye the law of Moses, my servant, which I command unto him in Horeb, for all Israel with the statutes and judgments. Verse 5. Mm-hmm. Verse 5 reads, Behold, I will send you Elijah the seer before the coming of the great and dreadful day of Yahweh. 
verse 6. He should turn the mind of the fathers to the children, and the mind of the children to their fathers. Lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and how do you get a, a, a curse? He said, unless I come and smite the earth with a curse. That's big talk there, uh, Brother Titus. So in 65, 17 of Isaiah, what do you mean by if we don't get that, um, if we don't remember, read that Malachi 4, 4 again and give me that 65, 17 of Isaiah. If we don't do what? Let's look at that Malachi 4, 4 one more time there, Brother Titus. And then go straight on down to Isaiah 65, 15 there. Come on. The book of Malachi, the seer, chapter 4, verse 4 reads, Remember ye the law of Moses, my servant, which I command unto him in Horeb, for all Israel with the statute and judgment. Go to Isaiah 65, verse 17. The book of Isaiah, the seer, chapter 65. Verse 17. Isaiah the Seer, chapter 65, verse 17 reads, For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former should not be remembered, nor come into mind. Well, well, hold on. Well, hold on there, young man. I, I thought we said 65. Uh, back up and read verse 15 now, young man. But right now we we own something about remember the law. So evidently, um, verse fifteen, what we're looking for is sixty five fifteen. There, what is saying sixty five fifteen of Isaiah? There, young line. The book of Isaiah, it says, chapter sixty five, verse fifteen. And ye shall leave your name for a curse unto my chosen. For Yahweh should slay you and call his servants by another name. So so now he said we're gonna leave our name for a curse. Because we we don't remember what in Malachi four verse four he says you're gonna leave your name for a curse. Because what what happened, we forgot what Malachi said in four verse four. What did he say again in four verse four? The book of Malachi, the seer, chapter 4, verse 4 reads, Remember ye the law of Moses, my servant, which I command unto him in Horea, for all Israel with the statutes and justice. Oh, so that's what happened. We messed around and forgot about the law, and now he goes, so we've been, um, curse with a curse because we we didn't remember the law that was written in our, in number 15, 15, and 16. We remember what they said, remember the law of Moses. What did Moses put in the law 
that we need to remember, Brother Titus, 15, 15 and 16. What do we supposed to remember that we don't remember today? The book of Numbers, chapter 15, verse 15 and 16. Numbers, chapter 15, verse 15, reads, War ordinance should be both for you of the congregation and also for the stranger that sojourneth with you. And ordinance forever in your generation. As you are, so should the stranger be before Yahweh. Oh, okay. So we forgot the law. We don't remember the law of Moses. And he made a profound statement, young mind, in the book of Isaiah. He said something that we need to take a look at. Well, not in Isaiah, but he said something in the book of Luke 24. So he said, we, we both remember the law. And we don't forget about the law. In the book of Luke. 24, young line. we're looking at something in Luke 24, say remember the law, and Luke 24, it also says what in verse number 44 and 45, let's see what it says in Luke 24, 44 and 45. The book of Luke, chapter 24, verse 44 to 45. Luke, chapter 24, verse 44, read. And he said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which are written in the law of Moses, or in the seer, or in the son, concerning me. Verse 45, then open teeth their understanding, that they might understand the scripture. Uh, so we have to make them understand the scriptures. That's what you're talking about, uh, Brother Titus. So now, but to understand the scriptures, Can you help me out in Matthew chapter 9, verse 37 and 38? What it says in Matthew chapter 9, verse 37 and 38. What it say there, Brother Titus? We go to the book of Matthew, chapter 9, verse 37 through 38. Matthew chapter 9, verse 37 reads, then said he, and said his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Verse 38. Pray ye therefore, Yahweh of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, and that we praying for to send forth laborers, but you can't come 
you know, like they got in the Christian world, as you are. See, see, we think it's all about a ground swelling of peoples. No, 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 that don't work right away. Right. The first thing got to be done first is we have to, to remember a few things there, Brother Titus. Let's go back to some things we got to remember first, and we got to be in position to see who who also remember these things. So let's find out something on the way of find out something. Let's go to let's see what Paul said in two verse five, and we'll we'll read down till we get our point. Verse number five. Let's read a little bit till we get our point. Second Kennedy two, and pick it around that verse five. Let's see what Paul, what what he's working with. Yes, sir. Second Timothy. Go on to the book of Second Timothy, chapter two, verse five. Second Timothy, chapter two, verse five. And if a man also strive for mastery, yet is he not? Not crown, except he strive lawfully. Stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. Now read that a little bit slower there for the national audience there. Brother Titus, now, now you'll stumble up on something that's, that's real nice. So now we got to find out about this order you just saying, you know, because a lot of people, they got a lukewarm, a lukewarm, in position in this man's business. Now read that again a little bit slower there with a little more bass in your voice there. Brother Titus, come on. Second Timothy chapter two, verse five read. And if a man also strive for mastery, yet is he not crowned, except he strive lawfully. Yeah, so to master this book. The first thing you have to be, you have to be what again? After mastery, you got to do it what kind of way? All right. Yet is he not crowned, except he strives lawfully. Oh, so you got to keep the law. Now read Malachi 4 verse 4 again. So, so now we understand if you're going to do this right here, that's why you get caught up. The only way you're going to do this, you got to keep the law. Now, look what Malachi said again in 4, verse 4. The book of Malachi, chapter 4, verse 4, read. Remember ye the law of Moses, my servant, which I commanded to him in Oreb, for all Israel, with the statutes and judgments. You see that? So, if you gonna do, if you gonna uh, strive for mastery, you got to keep the law. But the law is remembering what Moses said. Remember what Moses said. As they talk that uh, now, Ezra was on the clock. Ezra was on the clock there, you 
exactly um, what he had going on for himself. So you see, so you got to always remind those that come in contact with you. If you want to do this, you have to keep the law. You can be his book all you want them, but he don't get away from you unless you keep the law. If you don't keep the law, he's going to get away from you. So now, in 14 chapter, you know what? Second Ezra. And we're going to pick it at verse number one. In the 14th chapter, verse one. So now, let's, let's, let's examine what we just heard. 14 verse one. Let's read a little bit. Second Ezra 14 verse one. Come on. The book of Second Ezra, chapter 14, verse one. Read. And it came to pass upon the third day. I sat under an oak, and behold, there came a voice out of a bush over against me. It said, Ezra, Ezra, verse 2. And I said, Here am I, Yahweh, and I stood upon my feet. Verse 3. Then said he unto me, in the book, I did manifest, reveal myself unto Moses. And talk with him when my people serve in Egypt. Verse 4. And I sent them and led my people out of Egypt and brought him up to the Mount of Sinai where I held him by me a long season. Verse 5. And told him many wondrous things. It showed them the sequence of time and the end. It commanded him, saying, verse 6, These words should you declare, and these should you hide. Good. Except, Hold that for there. Back up, back up, read one verse again. Read it one verse, back up, read one verse again now. But Second Ezra chapter 14, verse 5. And I told him many wondrous things and showed them the secrets of the time. In the end, it commanded him, saying, Good. So, the reason why in Malachi it is said to remember the law of Moses, because Moses was, was, was shown the secrets of things, even the end of the world. So that's why it's very important. If you want to figure out where you at today and see how you applying yourself, remember the law of Moses. Because Moses was not only given the first five books, Moses wrote in code of the first five books way beyond us in code and the end. That, that's big talk there. Hey, Brother Titus, that's big talk right there. So, so we see uh, 
Brother Job Israel, he's ready to come on stage. He came into the room to see me bring him in. And help him um, hold some of the load down and keep it moving, no doubt about it. So when you meet Brother Job Israel with a loud voice, you say, Brother Job Israel, Yahweh bid you see right Yahweh bless you. Seer Israel of Seed Royal. Hallelujah. All right, there, Brother Job Israel. Excellent. So now, but we find out, now that's big talk we'll find out there, young lions. We'll find out, they say, remember the law of Moses. See, if we don't remember the law of Moses, then because we find out, Moses was told the end of things. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, uh, Brother Job Israel, Moses was told something in 41 of Deuteronomy and 27. Hey, hey Brother Job, Moses was also told to put this in writing in the fourth chapter of Deuteronomy verse 1, 2, and verse 27. What did he say that about Job? Deuteronomy. Verse, verse 2. Chapter 4, verse. write it down first, that about Job. Write it down I first before you touch the Bible. 4, 1 and 2, and 27. To have it on your paper. Then look down your paper. Then mm-hmm. find your verse. Deuteronomy 4, 1, 2, then skip down to verse 27. So you, you still have three verses on your paper, and you're on the clock, come on. Still, Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 1 and 2, and verse 27. And verse 1, it reads, Now, therefore hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judgments which I teach you for to do them that ye may live and go in and possess the land which the Yahweh Yahweh of your fathers giveth you. Verse number two, ye shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall ye diminish aught from it, that ye may keep the commandments of the Yahweh, your Yahweh, which I command you. Verse 27. And the Yahweh shall scatter you among the nations, and ye shall be left few in number among the heathen, whither the Yahweh shall lead you. Mm-hmm. So that's why we have to remember the law of Moses, because Moses wrote the end from the beginning. Moses wrote that a people called the children of Israel 
will be scattered to every nation upon the sun. And the reason they're going to be scattered because they're not going to remember the law of Moses. Now, Brother Titus, and yes, Maccabees, chapter 6, 6 down to verse 9, see, we was going to do Moses, no, never mind, we're going to go into ministries based upon the fact that um, everything on the right side, left side of the book has gone away with. Mm-hmm. So we were told that if you get in the tight, remember the laws of Moses, then examine yourself on that according to Malachi 4.4. So if you're not going to go past Matthews, you're not going to never remember the laws of Moses. You will try to figure this thing out by going to the right side, and he tell you to the left side. Then in Second Ezra fourteen, the reason why you remember the laws of Moses because Moses was told the end of time, the returning. Ezra was told Moses wrote everything down, and Moses knew. The end time. So, but if we don't remember what Moses wrote, then we're going to be fumbling around like we are today. And that's why we have already forgotten. And when John Lyon read 65, 15 of Isaiah, he said, you was going to leave your name for a curse. Guess what? You have did that. Now you identify as Willie Earl Jones, uh, uh, Betty Anderson, and all that right there. You don't have the blessing at the end of your name because you left your name for a curse. But if you remember the laws of Moses and the spheres, you'll know the blessing is having at the end of your name Israel. See? But if you don't remember the laws and the spheres, then you're going to think you can come up another way and be successful and still make it to the kingdom. Now, it don't work like that. That's why it's so important to remember. To if you remember the laws of Moses, when we read what the young mind getting ready to read, backed up with um, Brother Joe and Psalm 10 down at verse 23, you'll be all right. So listen real good with the young line. Give it a break. Come on, young line. What you got? Second Maccabees, chapter 6, verse 6 to verse 9. Second Maccabees, chapter 6, verse 6, read. Neither was it lawful for a man to keep Sabbath or ancient feast. Read that. Neither was it lawful for a man to keep Sabbath day or ancient feast or to proclaim himself at all. To be Judah. Verse 7. And in the day of the king's birth. Every month. They were brought by bitter constraint. To eat of the sacrifice. When the feast of Barkis was kept. Judah were compelled to go in. Possession. To Barkis. Carrying ivy. Verse Hold 8. Hold that point. Hold that point. Now, carrying ivory means that was carrying herbs. 
They were bringing green herbs with them. They had that part like green herbs, that ivory that they were bringing. Make them know that, uh, young lion, uh, Titus. That's green herbs they had. They had the herbs with them. So sometimes they, they have just enough to think they own something. But you got you got to have more than the herbs. That's right. Because hold that point. Give me a. Give me the wisdom of Solomon. For what I need that young line of. Uh, twelve, sixteen, or fourteen, sixteen. What what do I need by just carrying that green herbs? But what do it say that we can read? I can't find. Um. With that old piece of old piece of red book, but you know what I need, uh, but Titus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bring it out. See, that's what it's all about, right there. Bring it out. Wisdom of Solomon, chapter sixteen, verse twelve. Wisdom of Solomon, chapter sixteen, verse twelve. Read. Well, there was neither herb, green herb, nor body fine plastic that restored them to health, but your word, O Yahweh. Which heal it all things. You see that? You see that? You see, it wasn't a herb. See, we can tell you right now how to help yourself and restore you, your body across the strips. But understand something. It's not the herbs that restore yeah, your body. What, disturb, what really returns your body back is the law. Almost. That was really We can tell you all about How to eat properly Eating your mind properly But it's not going to work for you Unless you keep the law That's why When the young lion read in Malachi 4 verse 4 It said remember the law of Moses Moses called it in from the beginning We can tell you how to Help yourself. But it first starts when you keep the law. Hallelujah. Because the law has to be in front of you. It's the word that heals you. Not then once you start taking your herbs according to the Bible, then you be rejuvenated. I don't care what Doc Cook said. But Doc Cook said, well, you ain't got but so many months for you be okay. But what did Yahweh say? He said, I got my Yahweh right, and he's going to tell you exactly what kind of intake you got to do first is the law. Now, if you're doing the law, then look at the precept there. Um, give me 210 of Sarat there, Brett Titus. Give me 210 of Sarat. So, so we yes, become humble, and you got to understand something. You can eat all the green foods you want. You can eat all the corn, which is a blood purifier for your body. You can eat all the fish you want. But if your mind is wicked as eight, you're still doing something. Lord God and Jesus, still don't have no friends on. Then you want to know what happens. You, you don't make the separation. Yahweh is not going to, the word, what gets you straight. Then the word, then when you start eating the proper food, according to the Bible, you start sprouting up, but you can't 
go order, uh, I want a shot of water, but hold the wet. No, it don't work like that. You got to come with the water. Yeah, Sirach, 2.10, what it say that in your line? The book of Sirach, chapter 2, verse 10 reads, Look at the generations of old, and see, did ever any trust in Yahweh, and was confounded, or did any abide in his fear, and was forsaken, or whom did he ever despise that called upon him? You see that? He said, search the record. It's nowhere in the record. You've got him right. He didn't have you right. See, there go your game changer right there. Whatever it is, Yahweh can, can take it away from you when you got him right. Then once you start eating properly, leaving, stop eating Sunday, and hogs and skinny jeans and days to do, then you start seeing the effect of Yahweh working with you. See, you know, uh, it says you claim in 624 and 33 of, of Matthew. See, this is what he says in 624 and 33. Then we'll get back to what we own. So understand one thing. Yes, sir. The word of Yahweh is what heals us. But we yes, got to apply it the way he tell you to apply it. That's why in the opening part of the lesson was Malachi 4 4. Remember the law of Moses. Mm-hmm. See, if you remember the law of Moses, and then Isaiah 65 15 says, by the seer, you're going to leave your name for a curse. You're going to try to make it in the kingdom by carrying your slave master's last name. Listen, the, the blessing is in the name of Israel at the end of your name according to the Bible. You have to remember the law of Moses and put that slave name down. If you got to still use the cash and checks, fine, on your job, fine. But when you introduce yourself, put that slave name down. Hallelujah. Because then you bring your father in with you. Because <laughs> you remember, we're going to read that regardless, you can go to city hall anywhere and change your name. Yahweh ain't going to honor that no way. He's going to honor this Bible. <laughs> He's going to honor the Bible. And but Job going to read exactly what he got written in a few old minutes in Psalm 50, 16 down to verse 23. But right now, we on something right now. What's your name, Brother Isaac? Come on. Matthew chapter 6, verse 24 and 33. Matthew chapter 6, verse 24 reads, No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else. He will hold to the one and despise the other. He cannot serve Yahweh and the world. <laughs> Verse 30... Hallelujah. Right. Verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of Yahweh and his righteousness, and all these things 
should be added unto you. You see the man saying? You see the man saying? Now, this is the same one we're talking to Moses. He said, first thing you do is make sure you got your Yahweh right. And all them things that you that you striving for, he'll give it to you. And and that's why we read in that Timothy book, that was a big verse that young lion read earlier. You got to lawfully, lawfully, that means you got to apply the law in your walk, in your talk, to receive the crown and the crown with the precept is in Revelation 3 of Adam, we're not going to read. So, I so we come humble to show you. We got to remember the law of Moses. Moses said a whole lot of things. Moses called an end from the beginning. Moses' writing has not done away with, Mr. Preacher. Right. Now, <clears throat> you read in the second Maccabees, kind of come back with hit me out again. Give me that and They were talking about something there, Brother uh, Titus. Second Maccabees 6, 6 down to verse 9. Can you help those see out? Uh, refresh those, those sea of thoughts. That's in Second Maccabees 6, 6 down to verse 9. What does it say? The book of Second B. The book of Second Maccabees, chapter 6, verse 6 to verse 9. Second Maccabees, chapter 6, verse 6 reads, Neither was it lawful for the man to keep Sabbath days or ancient feasts or to profess himself at all to be Judah. Verse 7. In the day of the king's birth, every month, they were brought by bitter constraint to eat of the sacrifice. And when the feast of Barkas was kept, Judah were compelled to go in possession to Barkas, Kevin, Ivory. Verse 8, moreover, they went out of the creek to the neighbor city of the nation of Esau and his five sons by suggestion of Ptolemy against Judah, Israel, that they should observe the same fashion and be partakers of their sacrifices. Verse 9, and whoso would not conform themselves to the matter of the nation, of Esau and his five sons should be put to death. Then might a man have seen the present misery. Yeah. So you see, he said, if if you don't uh, conform to the sins of Esau that's in power today, put down the law of Moses. Put it down. Mm-hmm. It was to put you to death. In the law of Moses, it was telling you about how to conduct yourself with the other nations. The law of Moses tells you how you dress. The law of Moses tells you about how to put at the end of your name Israel. All this stuff was told in the law of Moses and the seer. They say if we 
Esau and his five sons would translate today as the white man and the white woman, said, no, if we kept you doing the law of Moses, it is to put you to death. So the reason why our forefathers and mothers start doing things because the death sentence was over the head. Mm-hmm. But, but it passed on to our loved ones even to today. We don't even know clearly why we keeping Sunday in the Lord God and Jesus. Here go the reason why. Because they had to, they want to keep you alive to a time appointed to a deliverer come, but we now enjoy breaking the law of Moses now. So now we've been beat down so bad, now we enjoy breaking the law of Moses. And and that's why the last night lesson was showing you about a God complex. We can show you the truth in the Bible. But you've been indoctrinated so heavy that you ignore what the Bible says you do, and you do what your pastor and your mama and your brother and Uncle Leroy tell you to do. And you ignore all this Bible. Then you turn right around and I said, he, he, go get your big belly for a hog. See? So you do everything contrary to the Bible. So you so you know what will happen now? Let's go to um, Isaiah 1, verse 2. See, Isaiah was told to write some things. And let's see what let's see what Isaiah wrote. Uh Brother Titus. Isaiah right. chapter one. Figure verse two. And we'll take it on down to verse nine. This is real good what Isaiah wrote. Now um Brother Joe, we know you're holding and I know you got your five marker to the side. But have me Isaiah 5, 13 and 14. Had that waiting on me. Write it down. Isaiah 5, 13 and 14. After we come out of this. Let's see what we're going to read in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 2, 9 and verse 9. Come on there, young lion. The book of Isaiah, the seer, chapter 1, verse 2 to verse 9. Isaiah the seer, chapter 1, verse 2, read. Hear, all heaven, and give ear. All earth, for Yahweh have spoken, I have nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. Verse 3, the ox knoweth his owner, and the ass his master's crib. But Israel do not know, my people do not consider. Verse 4, all sinful nations and people laid with sin, a speed of evildoers, Children, they are corrupted. They have forsaken Yahweh. They have provoked the righteous one of Israel unto anger. They have gone away backwards. Verse 5. Why should we be stricken anymore? You will revoke more and more when the whole head is sick and the whole mind is faint. Verse 6. For the soul of the foot even unto the head. There is no soundness in it, but wounds and bruises, but putrefying sores. They have not been closed, neither bound up, neither modified, 
with ornaments. Verse 7. Your land is desolate. Your cities are burnt with fire. Your land strangers devour in it your presence. And it is desolate as overthrown by strangers. Verse 8. The daughter of Judah is left as a cottage in a vineyard, as a lodge in a garden of cucumbers, as a besieged city. Verse 9. Except Yahweh of hosts have left unto us a very small remnant, we should have been as Sodom, and we should have been like unto Gomorrah. Yeah. So he left a small remnant. So if only he left a small remnant. That's all he left. He said, and now if he would have left, left this small remnant, we'll be as Sodom and Gomorrah. And you know Sodom and Gomorrah was taken down so so hard by Yahweh, they still can't figure out where was any of their ruins at because Yahweh plucked them up by the root. That's how he moved on Sodom and Gomorrah, descendants of, of Ham. He moved on them, as it's called African people today. He moved on them real heavy. And he plucked them up by the root. Still can't find exactly the geographic location of Sodom and Gomorrah. They, they're guessing at it. But Yahweh done a marvelous thing to Sodom and Gomorrah. But he said he left a remnant. Um, Brother Joe, what you working with that, Brother Joe? Come on in at um, Isaiah 5, 13, and 14. Let's find out. Let's, let's see if we get a little bit more on that, uh, Brother Joe. Come on. Isaiah, chapter 5, 13 and 14. <clears throat> Isaiah, chapter 5, 13 and 14. And it reads, Therefore, my people are gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. And their honorable men are famished. And their multitude dries up with thirst. Verse 14. Therefore, hell hath enlarged herself and opened her mouth without measure. And their glory and their multitude and their pomp. And he that rejoiceth, rejoiceth shall descend into it. Now, the one that rejoices, he said, my people are going to into captivity because they have no knowledge. And captivity, whether you know it or not, he called it hell. What you in now is hell. Because you are lost all knowledge of self. Mm-hmm. And, and you trying to figure out 
how to make it in hell. Hell is a state of condition in the mind we're in right now, and we're trying to make it out of hell in the mind, but these people are wearing the captivity. The hell we come out is where we're at right now. We were, we, we were picked to be the Yahweh of the world and to lead those that had the understanding back to him. But we backed away from all of the laws of Moses. See that? So by us not remembering the laws of Moses, hell had enlarged himself. Mm-hmm. But he said that young lion read a remnant will be on the table. Now, Brother Job, give me that 37 chapter of Isaiah. I need a precept on that one. A remnant will be to direct you back. A remnant. And we're going to find out who that remnant is in mind in the Bible that is to, to direct you back to him. We're going to find out who the remnant is by Brother Job in 37 of the book of Isaiah, verse 31 and 32. Hey, Brother Job of Israel, what do Isaiah 37, verse 31 and 32 say? What does it say? Take a deep breath and do your part and come out. Isaiah, verse 37. 31 okay. and 32. 31 and 32, and it reads, verse 37, verse 31 and 32. The scripture reads, and the remnant that is escaped of the house of Judah shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward. 32. For out of Jerusalem shall go forth a remnant, and they they that escape out of Mount Zion, the zeal of the Yahweh of hosts shall do this. Now, look what we'll find out by remember what the the law of Moses saying the seer. He's going to release a remnant. And the remnant is going to be the ones. And the remnant will be led by Judah. Judah is going to be the remnant, according to prophecy, that leads you back to the understanding of the Bible and the laws of Moses. It will be Judah. So now, they go to game changer right there. It would not be the Pope. It would not be the Cardinals. It would not be the. It would be according to what Brother Job Israel read. Your only way back is through the prophecy, and who got to lead you back? One more time, Brother Job Israel. Read that real plain with a little more bass in your voice. Exactly how to get back in the proper grace or the mercy of Yahweh, what got to happen out of the mouth of Isaiah in 37, verse 31 and 32? 
One more time, that brother Job Israel, come on. Isaiah, verse 30, <clears throat> verse, verse, <clears throat> chapter 37, verse 31 and 32. And he reads, And the remnant that is escaped of the house of Judah shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward. Verse 32. For out of Jerusalem shall go forth a remnant and they that escape out of Mount Zion, the zeal of the Yahweh of hosts, shall do this. Mm-hmm. So now we clear that Zion and, and Jerusalem means Judah, the bloodline of Judah. That's the one that if you're going to get back on the right track, you're going to have to make sure the ministry that you sit up under will come out of the bloodline of Judah, not the bloodline of Esau and his five pounds, the Roman Catholic Church, the Latter-day Saints, and the WCC. Esau cannot take, cannot get you back to where you got to get you. So now, you, you know what a God complex is? A God complex will tell you soundly. To ignore what you just, what you're looking right in the Bible. Oh, no, I don't see that. And continue to go down. That's called a God complex. See? Mm-hmm. And I was looking at one of my old notes. And if something <laughs> happened with Pope Pius the something, Sixth, something happened in his days. And he had a um, a nephew. His name was Charles B O R R O M E O. He was um, a nephew to Pope Pius the Sixth. Do you know what he did? You know, did you know what his nephew came up with in 1576? It's something his nephew came up with in 1576. Now, I'm going to seek in the young line. I don't want to tell it. I just want to act like it's a surprise to me. Um, can you tell me he was a cardinal? He was a cardinal, and something he did in... 
What did Colonel yeah. Pope Charles? Hold on. Colonel, now Colonel Charles, B O R R O M E O and fifteen seventy six. What, what did what did he do? What did the Colonel Charles B O R R O M E O? What did he do in fifteen seventy six? What did he invent? Okay, I'm looking it up now. Yeah, what what did he invent in fifteen seventy six? Okay. Huh? I want to know what what did he invent in fifteen seventy six? Okay. That's what I want to know. What did he invent that he, that he brought it to Pope Pius VI in fifteen? He brought an idea to Pope Pius the sixth. In 
Verse 19 now to verse 21. Look back at your paper and take off. Isaiah 30. 19 down to 21. Oh, yeah, Isaiah 30. Verse, verse 19 down to 21. And he reads. Isaiah 30, verse number 19 to 21. Okay. For the people shall dwell in Zion at Jerusalem. Thou shalt weep no more. He will be very gracious unto thee at the voice of thy cry. When he shall hear it, he will answer thee. Verse 20. And though the Yahweh give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction yet shall not thy teachers be removed into a corner anymore but thine eyes shall see thy teachers verse 21 and thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way, walk ye in it. When ye turn to the right hand, and when ye turn to the left. Mm-hmm. So, so what? What are the teachers going to be saying? Remember the laws of Moses. So Remember that's what going to be telling you. Remember the laws of Moses. So now, in the early part of the lesson, your teachers, so if anybody stand before you, is supposed to be from the tribe of bloodline Judah, and he's supposed to be telling you to remember the law of the most and the fear. Because his reward coming, if you remember, if you understand this thing, now watch what the young line, Brother Matthias, I mean, Brother Titus is going to bring out. His reward for this. If you know who you are, but you left your name for a, for a curse, and you up on a Christian and and the head of the Christian churches, the Roman Catholic Church, the Pope, and by, and in and in front of the Pope and behind the Pope is Satan the devil. Moses never told you about no Pope. He told you what he what they tell you. Remember the laws of Moses. See if you remember the laws of Moses. A lot of things that have befalled you would not have happened. But now once you repent and move forward, then Yahweh clean you up. Now, what is the reward that Judah got coming? Let's find out. Now, if Judah applies this, take his rightful position, what he got coming in 12 verse 7 of Zechariah. Book of Zechariah, the seer. Chapter 12, 
Verse 7 reads, Yahweh should say, the tent of Judah first, the glory of the family of David, and the glory of the habitants of Israel, do not magnify themselves against Judah. So, the order of things, Brother Titus, when Yahweh bust them clouds and come down, According to twelve seven, who is he gonna save first? According to twelve verse seven. Judah first. Judah first. Not the Pope. Not the <laughs> Christian. Judah will be saved first. Now Paul pulled that verse. In the 13th chapter. Now, Paul, Paul, that. Now, Yahweh's son is back in heaven. Paul pulled that verse. Let's see what he said for Titus. In the 13th chapter, let's see what he said and where he said it at. We go on to 13 verse 44. So, 13 44 of the book of Acts. Now, Paul was invited to a great big temple. Where all the Israelites, southern and northern kingdom met. So Paul was given a microphone. And let's see who showed up in the 13th chapter, verse 44 of Acts. And what was, and what was the message and what was going on there? Come on. The book of Acts, chapter 13, verse 44 reads Acts chapter 13. Verse 44 reads, And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of Yahweh. Hallelujah. 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 Verse 45. But when Judah saw the multitude, they were filled with envy and spake against those things which were spoken by Paul, contradicted. And blaspheming. Verse 46. 46. Then Paul and Barnabas waxed bold and said, It was necessary that the word of Yahweh should first have been spoken to you. But seeing ye put it from you, you judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life. Lo, return to the Gentiles. Huh? But they, but 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 he'll tell you. But he'll tell you. See, they'll stop it there. But he turned to Gentile for what reason? In verse forty-seven. Verse forty-seven. First, Yahweh commanded us, saying, "I set you to be a light to the Gentiles. Uh, go ahead. That you, that you should be for salvation unto the ends of the earth." Ah. Uh, and, and, and what happened when Northern Kingdom heard that and thought it? When they heard them throw words from Paul and Barnabas, let's see how did they respond to that in verse 48. Verse 48. And with the Gentiles, the Northern tribes heard this. They were glad and glorified the word of Yahweh, as many as were ordained to eternal life believed. 
You see that? They got to have it. Because now they're going to finally get them some words. Now the northern kingdom going to finally get some words after Peter had opened the door and last night left. So Peter opened the door. They finally going to get some words. So do you understand how you get words? He said it was necessary to work was be taught to you first. See, Judah is the lead tribe. The word comes from Judah. But Paul had a different mission. He had to find northern kingdom we are to get them on their feet. But Judah leads, not the Pope, not the Christian, not the Muslim, not Judaism. Judah leads, according to the Bible. If you're going to get salvation, you got to first remember the law of Moses. Now, you tell me what organization teach you that? What Christian church teach you that's headed by the Pope? All Christian churches, at the top of them, is the Pope. What Christian church ever told you if you got to remember the laws of Moses. What's their name? What's the pastor name that told you that? What what cardinal told you that? What is their name? Flash it across the flash it across the network, both CLC. Remember the law of Moses and Malachi Popo. What is the name of any Christian pastor, Judaism pastor? or Islamic pastors ever read to you Malachi 4, verse 4? What, what, where is their ministry at? Huh? Crickets. You know why it's crickets? Because they will never tell you that. Because it exposes what they own. So we're going to stop right there where our elder came in, so we're going to pick it back off our elder. He uh, made it to the room, so it's time for the elder to let you know we're bringing this broadcast and tell you what Yahweh put on him to tell you. Elder Mr. Till, Yahweh be at that scene right here. And Yahweh bless you, see you as well. We'll see you, bro. Hallelujah. Yahweh. Hallelujah, Elder. Well, we, well, we off and running, but we know... Um, the order things is we'll follow the hill of the lead. So um, what did the Almighty put on you to tell this national audience over 900,000 strong? You take your time and do your part, Elder, Mr. Chills, Israel. Come on. Once again, Yahweh bless you, see Israel, and thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. Among a cast of over 900,000 listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh. And that's true because you always hear me say, a teacher can't learn from his students because he's always giving wise counsel. But having knowledge, he even gains more experience by teaching. Now, a student, on the other hand, if he pays attention, he can learn from wise counsel and possibly learning one day to teach himself. And it shows well in all the six camps that teach because you've heard us say, you have to be aware by knowing the scriptures and the Bible precepts, we're giving the knowledge to know we have many out there that camouflage evil 
or confused teachings, and only love wants a guns contest for righteous learning, even using the Bible scriptures as verbal weapons against us that know. And people like that are really out there. So that's why you have to be word up in the word of Yahweh. You have to remember, it's the non-righteous job to lead you astray. Like I mentioned before, a gentleman I gave the nickname of the alien man I spoke of, he tries to deceive the elder with lost and confused understanding. <laughs> That's a lost cause. This is why we're here to help guide you through these dark times of bad teaching and loud mouth of God's contest for righteous learning. We welcome and thank all of you for attending the live broadcast of Yahweh's ministry. That comes to you live and over to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. But first and foremost, about Yahweh's work. Learning how to connect the Bible books, your health, foods you should eat, and keeping the Sabbath days. We do all this because you have not. It's the information that you came to seek. You have to look no further now because you found it in the voices of the Philistines, driving God down. We're open unto you this morning from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And those days are Sunday, Wednesday and Thursday. Tuesday, we don't have a class unless we have a high day or a special event. However, we do have a Sabbath class. And the top part of Sabbath is Friday. That current time for the online class is from 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. An online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address. To use this, open up any one of your smart devices. Right on the search line, tribe.com. After you click on it, once again, look for tribe.com. This will lead you to a big line where you'll see some choices. One will be ties and all. So page out and follow those instructions. Now, on any other device, you might see a menu, but after clicking this, you'll still see choices. He'll choose the tithes and offerings in doing so. Remember what it says to us in the book of Psalms. Chapter 96, verse 7 and verse 8. 7 says, Give unto the Allah, you tenderest other people. Give unto the Allah, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Allah, the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Now, I always have to remind everyone that when we do this, to remember that Allah loves the children here. Also, donations to this ministry, and it's greatly appreciated that you give according to those Bible scriptures we read in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and once again read in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing your dust says alive. Also, building the school, which is very well needed, as you can see from the things that we have to cover. A banquet hall. Radio station and land to really help them as we continue to speak live on this program. Also, while there, check out our calendar. The calendar will help keep you, your family, and friends attuned with the Bible these days that come to us throughout the year. Also, we have the live program. This is available during our live broadcast time. Now, to get there, enter three words this time Aqua Radio Live. And after clicking it, Look for Voices of the Truest Lives. Try to grab that. Just click the red live button as soon as it appears and it will put you right into our live online broadcast. 
Well, we even have a few numbers you can call. We've got one in mind. The first is the live conference room number. Just 319 The other is 224-600-5579. This would be our international one. Where you can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six or nine camps of Blackwater's ministry. But in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you or just say a discouraging click followed by a dial tone. By calling the same number, you can also order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on the DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name or the correct address and you will receive a problem. On another note, you might ask, please do not contact the CRF by email, phone, or text before broadcast or after. He's busy pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Management, counseling many memos, and now you need an addition to that, the Latter day Saints. So please use the international line of 224-600-5579. And if your question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. You will only hear discouraging downtime. Another good note, doing our normal broadcast broadcasts, we're also simultaneously transmitting on console, which can be logged in by your cell phone, your tablet, or computer. Just make sure you have the Paltalk app. When you get there, we'll be listed under ethnic group, African American. Look for voices of the Swiss tribe of Yadda. I room will hold 15 more listening participants during Aqua's world and working with Ag Education. Online there to answer those on the table topics we discussed during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tears Israel or Lone Mr. Tears Israel writing the shotgun. We'll be taking no comments off topic during this time or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And you'll find that brought up ends before teaching time. We will continue teaching on the council. But an updated note that I usually give. When we're given the scriptures to speak by the seer, always be quick to hear and slow to speak, so the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly, remembering that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh. So in saying this, we have to be careful not to make worldly statements but statements that can be backed up with the Bible. That eliminates confusion, as we're reminded in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33. So we can uh, pass the problem back to our seed of Israel. We'll say, Olu, Yahweh. All right, Jehovah, Olu, That was excellent. And that was all about the call. We have to enlighten and inform the national audience, and um, as I said, those that are coming in late on the international side, remember, go back and um, review the tape like the elder said about nine something, and you'll find on the tape, you'll find on exactly where that uh, confession booth come from, the Catholic Church, that the nephew of Pope Pius VI, he invented that in 1576, and, and so that we get that confession booth from. So that's not a Yahweh thing at all. That's that's a man's mind invented it in um, 1576, 
and brought to Pope Pius VI and told him, hey, when the people do some sinning, I'm going to make a boot and put a man on the other side of it, and, and they confess to him and bring you that money, uh, Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Pope Pius VI. <laughs> so that's when you got the confession boot. Look, look up on your computer that one hour stage and find out about the origin of the Roman Catholic Church come confession book. When did it when did it start? That was you didn't look up. Who started that? And you'll find out it got nothing to do with Yahweh. It's got something to do with Satan's devil. Because Yahweh made it plain um Elder and one seventeen through nineteen of Revelation. See, Yahweh made it plain, but that's why we come humble to you all around the world. Yahweh made it plain to John in one seventeen through nineteen. Hey, Elder Mr. Till, what did he make it plain to John in one seventeen down to nineteen? Then go right over to four verse one. What did he tell John one seventeen down to verse nineteen and four verse one? Come on, Elder. And what book was that? Revelations. Yes, sir. Revelation chapter one. Verse 17 down to verse 19, then go to Revelation chapter 4, verse 1. What did the Almighty by his uh, spirit tell John to do? And 117 down to verse 19 and 4, 1. Come on. Revelation chapter 1, verse 17 to 19. 17 says, And when I saw him, I fell to his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. 18. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive for every I will be up one. And I have the keys of hell and of death. 19. Write the things which thou hast seen and the things which are and these things which shall be there. So John wrote the hereafter, and John wrote nothing about a coming from Yahweh of a confession book. He wrote (laughs) nothing about a coming of a confession book to come when John put his pen down in 96 AD. His story, Yahweh's story, was told, and there's no mention about what happened. In 1576, when a man named Cardinal Charles, B-O-R-R-O-M-E-O, invented the confession book for Pope Pius VI. And they made a lot of money then, and they make, they're making a lot of money now. And they're going to get you thrown in the bottom of the lake of fire, because it didn't come from Yaqua. Four verse one, come on. Revelation 4, verse number 1 says, After this look, I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was as it was of a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. Uh-huh. Hey, go here after. But, Elder, if you get a minute on your on that one-hour telephone 
let's say phone, can you look up and they got many dates, but every date is past 96 AD. Um, the, the Catholic Church, the origin of the Roman Catholic Church confession book, they got many people taking credit for it, but we don't look at the years that they all take credit for because what happened, a whole lot of them got into taking credit for it, that confession book. But let's see how many dates that you come up with, but let's see how many is past 96 AD. How many years past 96 AD is the Catholic Church confession book, the origin of it, the history of it, just write down a few dates there, Elder, and we'll get back with you when you get it all together. Now, in your line, yes, let's, sir. Run, let's run to Second Ezra chapter 1. Because we, we, we is showing you soundly that it was prophesied nothing about the Pope going to do nothing but mislead you. But what was he told for you to be looking forward of in Second Ezra 1? Verse 39. Let's find out what can we read that we supposed to be in a ministry looking for for what? Second um, Ezra chapter 1. I mean, Second Ezra, that's right. I read a red book, chapter 1, and pick it up at verse number. What we want? Uh, we want. Yeah, 39. Yeah, pick it up now. Take it out. Thank you. Know, you could have said more boldly. And you and you on point, cause um, you on point. Said boldly, bring it on. Hallelujah. Second Ezra chapter one, verse thirty-nine through forty. Second Ezra chapter one, verse thirty-nine. Unto whom I will give for leaders Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. Hosea. Amos, Micah, Joel, Habakkuk, and Jonathan. Verse 40, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Agaius, Zechariah, and Malachi, which is also, which is called the angel of Yahweh. And the angel in this case is messenger. So all okay. these names you see right here, these names, the spirit of these men will be on earth to conceal the deal. But it's nothing in this. This is, this is a Israelite. Everybody in here that we read in 39 to 41 are Israelites. He's going to raise up the spirit of Abraham again. Not the actual man, Abraham, but somebody who has a spirit of Abraham. So now we go on to Malachi chapter 4, 4 out of verse 6. It's not that this individual himself is coming, but the spirit of them will be and they already here. It just they haven't been identified yet. And I identify them is by understanding your Bible 
and who put everything together. So we're going back to Malachi 4, verse 4 down to verse 6. So you got to watch everything that goes on today from yesterday of the Bible. Malachi 4, 5 and 6, 4, 4, 5 and 6. Listen to the young lion bring out, deliver the knockout blow at Malachi 4, 4, 5 and 6. Come on there, young lion. The book of Malachi, the seer, chapter 4, verse 4 to verse 6. Malachi, the seer, chapter 4, verse 4. Remember ye the law of Moses, my servant, which I commanded to him in Horeb, for all Israel, with the statutes and judgment. Verse 5. Behold, I will send you Elijah, the seer, before the coming of the great and dreadful day of Yahweh. Verse 6. He should turn the mind of the father to the children and the mind of the children to their father. Lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. With a curse. So you see, now, he's saying he's going to raise up the spirit Hallelujah. of these men. And these men talk we're about turning you back to your first father, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. And remember the law of Moses. That's how they're going to talk. They're going to be talking about putting families back together, but by the law of Moses and the seer. That's how they talk on me. So now... When we, so when Kennedy wrote this verse in Second Timothy two five, uh, brother Titus. Now we understand what he's saying now. When Timothy and Titus was trained by Paul, now we can understand what he's saying now. In Second Timothy two verse five, what are you saying there, brother Titus? What are you saying? The letter Second Timothy chapter two, verse five reads, "And if a man also strive for mastery, yet is he not crowned, except he strive lawfully." He said, "You're not going to be crowned unless you do the law. If, if you if you strive." For mastery, standing this Bible, is not going to work for you unless you remember the law of Moses. You will not be crowned. So, listen what he says, Brother Joe Israel, and end-time prophecy if you don't get your crown, listen what he got written that we can read in end time prophecy about the crown in three eleven of Revelation. Hey, but Joe, Israel, what can we read? And young lion have me second Ezra fourteen, chapter fourteen, verse twenty to twenty four and thirty seven down to verse forty three. Had it waiting on me up, Brother Joe. 
Now, listen what he says here in end time prophecy, brother Joe. What he said we can read in three verse eleven, Revelation. Revelation. Chapter three, verse eleven, and it reads Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy pride. So don't let the Christian church. Islamic Judaism take your crown. Now Peter was raised and trained by the Father. What he said, Brother Joe, in First Peter five, verse four. Now Elder, once you got all down late, give me a hallelujah, why Elder? So whenever you got all that hallelujah. you need to work with on the confession book, where it started from. What the origin of it, the history of it, and whatever you're going to bring out, just say with a loud voice, hallelujah, why we know the Jesus path to turn over to our elder to tell you about. But see, Yahweh told us plainly, when John put his pen down, the story of Yahweh was told. Anything after 96 AD about new information is coming from Satan the devil. So we're going to find out what Satan did, what he do to, the, to these men that invented their confession book, and what reason by our elder once he say, hallelujah, while we keep moving. So now, um, First Peter, what it says, 5 verse 4. Right, Joe? First Peter 5 verse 4. Verse what three. can we read? Five verse four. And it reads uh-huh. while it remains. Uh-uh. Not reading first Peter five four. Take it take a time now, Brother Job, and look at first Peter five verse four. Real carefully. Remember you got over nine hundred thousand listening to you very carefully. <laughs> Look at it, 5 verse 4. Take a deep breath, like they say. Be quick here and take your time and deliver. First Peter 5, 4, what it say? Away. 
Ain't that so? So yeah, that's why you want to don't look. You, you don't want to mess up your crown because Chief Shepherd going to reward you with a crown that if you remember the law of Moses. If, if, if you remember that Moses or John wrote nothing about no confession book, he told you about the organization was coming, but he made plain about the organization, 14, 29, 30, that young line, and St. John's. But he told you up front, yeah, the Roman Catholic Church, the Latter-day Saints, and uh, uh, the WCC, World Catholic Church, they are coming. But listen what he, he told the ones that going to carry his word about all these organizations that's outside the Bible. They are coming. But look what we, we can read by remembering the law of Moses by Yahweh the Son says in the 14, 29, and 30. What do you say there, young lion, Brother Titus? What do you say? The book of John, chapter 14, verse 29 and 30. John chapter 14, verse 29 reads, And now, I have told you before it come to pass, that when it is come to pass, ye might believe. Verse 30, Hereafter, I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world cometh, and have nothing in me. Yeah. So the prince of this world is coming and got nothing in me. And nothing to me. And the prince in this world went right over to the Vatican City and hijacked the Pope with ease. <laughs> and told him, if you want to remain everything you got, in hmm. about 1500, I'm going to have somebody out of your loins come up with a confession book. And hmm. it's going to be contrary to Yahweh, but the world going to love it. Because they all gonna be in darkness until the six northern camp start exposing that the Roman Catholic Church confession booth do not come from Yahweh, it comes from Satan the devil. Okay? It's better to bring it out. The confession booth. Hey hell, you got me a year yet? You, you, I ain't heard no hallelujah Yahweh yet. What you working with over there, Elder? Well, I have Hallelujah. All right, hallelujah. What you what you got on the the Roman chapter, the origin of the history of the Roman Catholic Church confession booth? What you got that the world needs to hear about it? Come on. Well, first of all, you mentioned the one eye Satan. Well, we have to add to that, not take away. First of all, those devices that we use is an avenue of righteous learning for the righteous user and also can be a deceptive tool for researching for a deceptive person. And we're guaranteed that by a Bible verse in Deuteronomy 3.19, we're given a choice of good or evil. Now, the original date of the confession book, it's a, it was a confession in its modern time, dates farther back than the 16th century and Duquesne cities in the year 1563 for an early use of the word confessionate for the sacrament of penitence. Originally, the term was applied to a place where a metry or confessor 
Uh, it's got a pretty long, lengthy explanation uh, that goes into detail how you walk into the cabinet, you sit down, you confess your business uh, to the priest, and you give him your uh, your money, your tithes or offerings, what we generally call it. And most of the time, you find out in modern day, who used to be Catholic, this is a term that was uh, practiced basically by the Roman Catholic, most of your... Uh, Bandits or either Elliot Ness or Dugan Pete, they were all Catholic, so they confessed their uh, their sins and were forgiven and go back out and do it again. Uh-huh. So do we got any timelines on uh, the first time the Catholic Church put that in, in place? You got any timelines on number-wise? When they it was implemented... implemented. Uh-huh. In, in 1563, but then uh-huh. there's another date where it uh, was practiced by an archbishop in 1322. Okay. Way back then, but it was not a boot then, but it was initially practiced way back then and then considered to be official in the 16th century. Okay. So that's three dates. So remember. Yeah. So the earliest you can get is around about 1300. But like I said, again, um, right. Pope Pius, uh, Cardinal Nephew, he came up with it and uh, brought it to more advancement in 1576. So now you can go, Elder went back even further than that and found out that it started around the 1300s, uh, the Catholic Church. Remember, but see, the Catholic Church was not really in power until after 1492. So that's when it came into power. So until after 1492, that's when they had uh, sole power rule over everything from 1492 to this day. So in the early 1500s, that's when, when you look up Pope Pius VI, Around 1500s, that's when that started working its way in and making it lawful for it for you to come to the Catholic Church, and we got a boot waiting on you. And you confess your sin, drop that money down there, and your sin is forgiven. Good. Really? And you got it. Also, come on, uh, Archbishop. Uh, Archbishop Walter Reynolds in uh, 1322, he said in his uh, constitution, let the priest choose for himself a common place for hearing the confession. That was before they had the confession book, where they are generally, uh, you know, assigned by the church and only heard by the priest. Okay, so what, what year you got that in? That was 1322, when they didn't have a booth. They just would let the priest choose a place for confession. And that oh, was okay. in England. So around about, it started around about 13, 13 what again, Elder? That was 1322, when the priest used to choose himself a common place for hearing confessions. Oh, okay. So, but that booth came in the 1500s. So that the booth came in the 1500s, correct. That's yeah. Right. So that confession booth came in the 1500s. Now, where is Jacques in that? 
Yahweh ain't in that. See? <laughs> so those who tell you you got to get a confession for your sins to be forgiven, that's blasphemy. Because that started in the 1500s. And that's the record. Now do your research, and then next time somebody tell you about you got to go make a confession to something that started in the 1500s, then you tell uh, um, you tell that uh, Rover, hey Rover, growl at them so they can get their hat and coat. Uh, or go get lucky and get lucky to get, get their hat and coat and break out running. Really? Chase them down the street and get a bite in with that paganism. Talking about a confession book that started in 1500. Thank you, Elder. That's what our Elder is all about. See, we'll check you out. So whatever you own, we'll check you out. So if, you, if you're in any ministry and somebody bring to you about when you will do your confession, boom. What do you mean? You mean that stuff that started in 1500s? Or 500 years after, I mean, 1500 after the Bible was closed? That's from Satan the devil. A confession, boom. Hey, um, Brother Joe, give me that Ephesians 615 now. Now I can use that 615 now, Brother Joe. What you got in Ephesians, uh, 615. Ephesians 615. Yeah, what we got? All right. Let's see, here we go. Ephesians 615, and it reads Ephesians 615, and it reads this. Oh, Ephesians 615, and your feet. Shaw with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Mm. Give us a more. What, what, give me, that's all. That's all the fifteen. Give me. That's all the same. Don't say a little bit more. Yeah. What do you say? Verse sixteen. Above all. No, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Give me six fifteen, and take the time. I want. I want to get all of. Of six fifteen, I can hear. Read that again. Ephesians six fifteen, one more time. Ephesians six fifteen, and it reads, "And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace." Ah, uh-huh. why sixteen? Verse sixteen. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the theory, all the theory darts of the wicked. <clears throat> all the fiery, all the fiery darts of the wicked. So you be able to deal with that way. You be, you, you, you know if you got the covenant of Yahweh. Now give me a precept on that. Uh, but Joe, give me 13, verse 20. You say, once you got the precept, understand that you better withstand fiery dot of the wicked. The wicked. The wicked. See, the wicked who want to invent that in the 1500s. That confession booty from Satan the devil, the wicked. Satan put it in the mind of him to make a confession booty in the 1500s and tell you, now you go get your sins forgiven. <laughs> you see that, don't you? And look at, and look at like, like the L said, Ellen Ness, all of them there. 
Gene Gong Cali, Louis Armstrong, everybody, everybody go and get a confession in for their sins can be forgiven. Uh, Everybody, all they got to do is do what you're doing and show up to a confession booth and then hit that that box real good and get your voice taped on that tape recorder and now you can go, your sins have given my son. See that? Then you go right back out there and do the same thing again. They got more cases for doing the wrong thing with with the same sex cases, but all they got to do is go to the fashion booth and tell them, you know, what 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 did you do, uh, Cardinal? What did I do? I messed up too. Uh, okay, well, you know, you got to pull up that garment you got and hit that box too. Then your sins is forgiven. Then we're going to transfer yeah. you to Acapulco, New Mexico somewhere with your low down self. You see that? But hit the box before you leave. You see, that ain't not a bunch of wickedness. And we've tied in with a bunch of wickedness. What you do? I had I had these three little young boys about six years old old to the house. Oh, well, you know, you better, how much how much you earned last? You better put all of it in this box now. You better put all of it here. And we're going to see if we get you somewhere in Acapulco, New Mexico, and put somebody else there in your place. You see? You see what's going on? But if you remember the laws of Moses, you'd have seen that like a big elephant coming out of your block with a bow tie on. You'd have seen that plainly. That this is from Satan the devil. But give me Hebrews 13, verse 20. What is, hey, hey, Brother Joe, what is that in Hebrews 13, verse 20? Okay, okay, Hebrews 13, verse 20. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, this, oh, this, this. <laughs> Hebrews 13, okay. verse 20. Hey, young lion, I'll have me on James 1, verse 12. Waiting on me. James 1, verse 12. Then 2 Timothy 4, verse 5. And we'll see what's going on after Brother Job give me that 13, verse 20. Mm-hmm. What is saying 13, verse 20, Job? Now, the Yahweh peace that brought again from the dead are Yahweh's son, that great shepherd of the sea, through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Come back through the everlasting, the blood of the everlasting covenant. You don't come back through no confession book. You got to get up under everlasting covenant and remember the laws of Moses. See, he gave Moses a covenant. See, this is how you get to where you want to get to, not going to no confession booth that was created in the 1500s. So you got to come away from that father. That's 1500s. This is how you get back right, by keeping the covenant with the law of Moses. What did brother say? Um, hey, brother Ty, what did brother say in 120? Let's talk about it a little bit. The book of James, chapter 1, verse 12, read, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, but when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which I have promised 
to them that love him. You see that? See, when you're going to be tried, but the only way, then you're going to be tempted. But you got right. to, to get your crown of life, you got to remember the law of Moses. And the law of Moses got nothing to do with no confession book that was invented in the 1500s by the, the sinners of Esau. No. That is contrary to the Bible. You got to remember the law of Moses, not remember to get to a confession book that was created in the 1500s. No, that's what Satan did. Second Timothy 4 verse 5 is really a bit there, Brother Titus. Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 5. But watch you in all things endure affliction. Do the work. Do the work of the ministry and make full proof of your ministry. He said, said, do the work of evangelists. And evangelists is one that you make full proof of your ministry. That means, understand, when you're making full print or proof of your ministry, you understand that the ministry is for you remembering the laws of Moses, 4 verse 4 Malachi. So if you got a family member going to tell you about it, you better get to the confession booth, then you already know Satan jumped up in him. <laughs> huh? You know that, that the devil got in him. You got to recognize that. Uh, give me a precept on that. Hey, Elder, give me a precept on that. Cause you got to recognize when Satan jumped in you and what kind of spirit that is. If give me that first Samuel chapter 16, Elder, verse 14 and 15. Hey, Elder, Mr. Till. What will First Samuel 16, verse 14 and 15 say? Where is Iola? Where is Iola at? What you saying, WCC? Where is Iola at? First, um, what I say? What I say again, uh, Brother Titan? First Samuel chapter 16, verse 14 to 15. All right, bring that out. 14, 15. I'll be going to 1 Samuel to see you. Chapter 16, verse 14 to 15. 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 14 reads, For the spirit of Yahweh departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from Yahweh troubled him. Verse 15. And Saul's servant said unto him, Behold now, the evil spirit of Yahweh troubled you. You see that? So that means you that means now, see, you got to recognize that's an evil spirit from Satan troubling you. And you get troubled by an evil spirit. It might be it be it be your mama. If your mama tell you go to a confession booth, it, it's not your mama talking, that's an evil spirit that's telling you to do that. To to lose the covenant of Yahweh. You don't you don't confess go to no confession booth and now your sins forgiven. Huh? That thing was invented in the 1500s. You got to keep the covenant. You got to remember the laws of Moses. You see it, Jimmy? The Bible says you got to remember the laws of Moses. Moses. Moses ain't told nobody about no confession book. Man can't forgive your sins. Man can't. You, you, you know what they said about it, but we'll get that a little bit later. So come on back. 
But let me show you how you set up things. Now let's come on back, um, Brother Titus. We will show you how you set up things. Second Ezra 14, 20 to 24, mm-hmm. verse 7 to 43. Brother Joe, to... have me Acts chapter 20, verse 4 waiting on me. Then we'll find out how you folks respond in First Ezra chapter eight verse three, because something happened in First Maccabees. Before you read that, something happened that they did, Brother Titus, in First Maccabees chapter one fifty six. What happened that we can read? Something happened that we can read, and what was it? First Maccabees one fifty six. What happened? We go to the book of First Maccabees, chapter one, verse fifty-six. First Maccabees, chapter one, verse fifty-six. First Maccabees, chapter one, verse fifty-six. And when they had written in pieces the books of the law, which they found, they burnt them with fire. You see it is, they. When Esau and his five sons got a hold to you and Judah, they had you to bring all your records of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, and the law of Moses, and they burnt them. See that? To bring a plan in, they burnt up the book of the law. They burnt them up. In that section they was in, they made you bring them up. Israel is thousands of millions. So they burned the, the place where Ezra was at, captivity they was in, they, they jumped Judah and had Judah descendants to bring all the record books. And according to one 56, they didn't get your record to study it. What did they get your record to do? What again, that young lion? They, they done what? And one, one Maccabees 156, what did they do with your records again? Come out. First Maccabees chapter 1, verse 56. And when they had written in pieces the book of the law, which they found. They burnt them with fire. You see that? Now, how can that be a Yahweh act? How can the same people that's head of the Catholic Church today, this is they descended deep. They grabbed your records and burnt them with fire. The same ones that tell you about a confession book in the 1500s. This is their forefathers. This is what they did, manipulate you, and they overcame you in that area, taking your records that you had of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, and all the seers, and burnt your records up. Now, how could that be Yahweh? And that's the same people that once you made once they found out the arrest of the record, they taken it, and right now in the Vatican City, down in the basement, 
It's your record down there. But they won't let you see it because it's condemned now. They'll tell you to go to that confession booth and take care of your sins. That's what you do. And you get running over there and and knowing that you load out to the car, but you think you're going to be delivered, huh, by making a confession that was embedded in the 1500. You see that? Did we call? You know, we ain't anti anybody. We just pro Bible and pro 12 tribes of Israel. Our mission is to wake up Israelites. And once, once you understand the records telling us that we got to go confess our sin to a com- confession booth, that's not of Yahweh. That is of Satan the devil. It's up to you. So now, they brought the records. Here it is now. Now, here come Ezra. Years later, and what did he say in Sacramento chapter 14, verse 20 to 24, and 37 to 43? Then we're going to find out Paul pulled this verse, and let's see what Paul did in 20, verse 14, by Brother Joe Israel after that. Come on, on that, Brother Titus. We're going to the book of Sacramento, the Seer, chapter 14, verse 20 to 24. 37 to 43. Second Ezra, the seer, chapter 14, verse 20 reads. Behold, Yahweh, I will go as you have commanded me and reprove the people which are present, but they that should be born afterward, who shall admonish them? Thus the world is set in darkness. They that dwell therein are without light. Verse 21. But your law is burnt. Therefore no man knoweth the things that are done of you or the work that shall begin. Verse 22. But if I will find mercy before you, the righteous spirit unto me, and I shall write all that have been done in the world since the beginning, which were written in your law, that man may be found, that man may find your path, and that they which should live, and the latter days may live. Verse 23, and he answered me, saying, go your way, gather the people together, and say to them, that they seek you not for 40 days. Verse 24, but look, you prepare three many boxes. And take the and take with you Sarah, Deborah, Simeon, Simeon, and Kaniah, and Ezel, these five which are ready to write swiftly. Verse 37, verse 37 to 43. So I took five men. As he commanded me, and we went in the field and remained there. Verse 38. And the next day, behold, a voice called me, Ezra, open your mouth and drink that I give you to drink. Verse 39. Then open I my mouth, and behold, he reached me a full cup, which was full as it were with water. 
but the color of it was like fire. Verse 40. And I took it and drank. When I drank of it, my mind uttered understanding and wisdom grew in my breath, for my spirit strengthened my memory. Verse 41. And my mouth was open and shut no more. Verse 42. Yahweh the highest give understanding unto five men, and that they wrote the wonderful vision of the night that they were told, which they knew not. And they sat forty days, and they write in the day, and in the night they ate bread. Verse 43. As for me, I spake in the day, and I beheld not my tongue by night. So now, what is the rules? The rule of fear got to look out and find five men, not man, men, men, that can write swiftly and understand the law of Moses. And once these five men have been identified, then we can tell you the next step. But five men must be prepared to do it better than the seer on precept in his Bible, bring up dark sand. So he got five men, and they were prepared to get his business with Ezra. So that's the key right there. So five men or women, men or women must step up and be able to take the lessons that we talked about on the broadcast and see what's the best title for it. Be able to get CD players, or what do they call them things, put labels on them, get them out there. But you got to have a good comprehension, remembering of what was said in tape 30. Now, that's how valuable you are if you understand, you can remember what tape 30 was about. So now, when Paul was given assignment to go look for the northern Israelites that have broke away from the covenant, let's see what Paul, he pulled it. Read verse 22 again now. Read verse 22, 14, 22. Second Ezra chapter 14, verse 22. But if I have found mercy before you, send the righteous spirit unto me, and I shall write all that have been done in the world since the beginning, which were written in your law, that men, men may find your path, and that they which live and the latter days may live. See, men can find your path after we open our mouth and show you what part you have lost. See, now we put the team together now, and we're telling you, the only way back, you got to remember the laws of Moses. And Moses told you what tribe is going to be the one that take you where you got to get to. What did Moses say in 33 verse 1 and 7? See, all we got to do is remember what Moses said 
because Moses wrote the end times, and Moses wrote exactly what tribe is going to get you back on your feet. If we remember the laws of Moses, in the 33rd chapter of Deuteronomy, 1 and 7, Brother Titus, yes, let's sir. see what Moses said that we can read. Come on. The fifth book of the law, the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 33, verse 1 and verse 7. Book of Deuteronomy, chapter 33, verse 1 reads, And this is the blessing wherein Moses, the man of Yahweh, blessed the children of Israel before his death. Verse 7 reads, And this is the blessing of Judah. And he said, Hear Yahweh, the voice of Judah, and bring him unto his people. Lest his hands be sufficient for him, and be you in help to him from his enemies. You see that? Now, see, if you remember the laws of Moses, you will be nowhere near a Christian church. You will listen to nothing that the Pope have said, or the cardinals, or the bishops, or them pastors. If you remember the laws of Moses, it said Judah is the goal to the people. Moses said, Moses said, Judah will go to the people. That's what Moses said. So if you remember the laws of Moses, no way in the world you'd be in a Catholic church or in any church. You'd be none come out to mouth about some of or Jehovah Witness, Jireh, and Nisi. <laughs> Moses never talked about that. Moses told you, remember Judah and be a help to Judah. Judah is going to the people. Is that what Moses said? Is that what we're reading Hallelujah. Paul pulled that verse in the seventh chapter of the book of Hebrews, 13 and 14. See, the ministry supposed to show you what the Bible saying. There's nowhere in the Bible is telling you about no pope going to do anything but trap you up. Mm-hmm. But if you remember the laws of Moses, you'll call them red-handed. There's nowhere in the world you'll be up in a Roman Catholic church. Talking about a confession book that was embedded in the 1500s. That's the earliest you can get it in the 1500s. That's 1500 years after the Bible was closed. That can't be from Yahweh. John wrote nothing about nobody coming in Yahweh hollering about a confession book. That's Satan and his devices. And it was plainly said by Brother Titus. In 2 Corinthians 2.11, if you remember the laws of Moses, what did it say in 2 Corinthians 2.11 now? For Titus, what did it say? All right, we're going to the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 2, verse 11. Read. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Yeah, but, but we are ignorant of his devices. 
end time you put any money in the confession booth, you is ignorant of Satan's devices. Satan invented the, the Roman Catholic confession booth in the 1500s. You ain't gonna get it no earlier than that. The nephew of Pope Pius VI brought that to the table to his uncle. And it's a record on it. He was a cardinal. He was a nephew of Pope Pius VI. He's showing the way you can get you you can grease them real good now. You see? The confession booth, the Roman Catholic confession booth. Have you went to the confession booth? Where are you going for you to get your blessing? Blessing from who? Satan, the devil. Yes, he is in blessing. He do he can bless you. Satan can bless you. Look, look at the Roman Catholic Church out of New York said. Where can Satan bless you that we can read? Well, <laughs> let's take a look at that. Let's let's make a little detour and take care of Timothy Dolan's committee board saying where that verse at. Um, brother Titus, go to Matthew yeah. chapter four. Let's see can we read that Satan take care of Satan is in the blessing business too. So when you put your money in the confession boat, Satan is in the blessing business too. Satan got power to bless you. You want to know where it's at? We want to read it. Let's, let's pick it up at all uh, for time's sake. 4 verse 8 down to verse 9. Let's see what we can read in Matthew chapter 4. Now tell you, read verse 4, just get warmed up. Get those feel warmed up in 4 verse 4. What does it say in Matthew 4, 4? The book of Matthew, chapter 4, verse 4 reads, But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of Yahweh. That's how man lives. What did Yahweh say? Now let's skip down to verse 8 and 9. This is good. This is good now. Uh, Big Timmy Dolan's committed board out of New York. Eight and nine. Matthew chapter four, verse eight and verse nine. Verse eight reads, Again, Satan, the devil, taking him up into a steely high mountain and showed them all the kingdoms of the world and the honor of them, the glory of them. Verse nine. And said unto him, all these things will I give you if you will fall down and worship me. See that? Worship me. So Satan had a blessing business too. And he gave he gave him the Vatican City, didn't he? Then he gave you a big old, old city called the Vatican City. Why? Because the Pope worshiped him. He said, I give it to you. Upon a one stipulation. Worship me. I'm going to put in the mind of Pope Pius' nephew to make a confession book. And, and what you do, you tell them, if you want your sins to be forgiven, then you go and confess to one of the cardinals or whatever it is behind that book, which is a tape recorder player. And you pack, you, you pack that box real good, 
and son, your sin is forgiven. That started in the 1500s. Okay? But that is from Satan the devil. He says, Nine, and said unto him, All these things will I give unto thee, if thou wilt fall down and what? Worship me. What What they do when you see the Pope coming? Don't they fall down and worship him? Mm-hmm. They fall on his garment with no fringes on it? Say it now. See, we bring it to your attention. You want a precept? Oh, look at it. Give me a precept. Okay, we'll give you a precept. You want a precept? We'll give you a precept. Let's go to Luke 4.4. Four. Where did Luke 4.4 four, four say that? I was going to... The board of the Roman Catholic Church want a precept. Mm-hmm. Let's give him a precept. We go on to the book of Luke. Chapter 4, verse 4 is getting warmed up in 5 through 7. And what it say? The book of Luke, chapter 4, verse 4. Let's skip down verse 5 through 7. Luke, chapter 4, verse 4 reads. And Yahweh the Son answered him, saying, It is written that man should not live by bread alone, but by every word of Yahweh. Verse 5. And Satan the devil taken him up into a high mountain and showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. Verse 6. And Satan the devil said unto him, All this power will I give you and the glory of death, for that is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will, I give it. Verse 7. If you therefore will worship me, all should be yours. You see that? Worship. So that means you got to ignore fairy, ignore fringes, ignore true name, ignore everything in the Bible, and then you worship and say, and that's what we're doing now. Where's when, your pastor ever tell you uh, acting? Make sure you get to what that old pastor get ready to pay your tithes and free will off and do. Ask him, have you ever done a lesson on Malachi 4, verse 4? Remember the laws of Moses. He said, if I do a, a lesson on 4, verse 4, remember the law, we teach the law done away with. <laughs> we, we teach it ain't no law. On the law, you need to know it's that confession boot. Now get over there and hit that confession boot. That's what you do. Okay. Do we uh, excommunicate you? See, if you hit that confession book, they got a thing that they do in the Roman Catholic Church called excommunication. Excommunicate. Get out. Go on over, go on over there and, and and like they told, um, what, what, what did they say? Let's, let's get a precept on that. Let's get a precept there at Amos. Um, let's see what they said. They said something in Amos, uh, young lion. What did what, what, they say in Amos that we can read? Huh? They said something in Amos that we can read. Then what are they going to tell you? Um, Amos chapter 7. Um, 10 through 12. Let's make a little meal out of it. Amos 7, 10 through 12. What is that, young line? 
Well, we're with chapter 7, 10 down to verse 12. Listen good to this. What's going on? What did it say? The book of Amos, the seer, chapter 7, verse 10 to verse 12. Amos, the seer, chapter 7, verse 10. Then Amaziah, the priest of Bethel, said to Jeroboam, king of Israel, saying, Amos had conspired against you in the midst of the family of Israel. The lad is not able to bear all his words. Verse 11, but thus Abel said to Jeroboam, shall die by the sword, and Israel shall surely be led away captive out of their own land. Verse 12, and Amos said unto Amos, O you seer, go flee you away unto the land of Judah, and there eat bread and prophesize there. Get on that. And I would tell the boys and those children, like, get away from around here. We know we can't do nothing with you in that book. But get away from around here. But what was Amos according to verse 12? What was Amos again? Amos chapter 7, verse 12. Also, Amaziah and said to Amos, Oh, you seer. Ain't that something? He's not the man of Yahweh. See, the seer's job is to tell you what time. It's up to you. See, his job of a seer, a man of Yahweh, is to tell you what the Bible says. You can, you know, you can be rampant and raging all over the place. But we're telling you that the Catholic Church confession book on record started in the 1500s. Huh? And man cannot forgive your sins. See? Only can forgive your sins. It's uh, according to the Bible, and you heard it in another lesson, but we're not going there. So now, now, Brother Job, now give me that. Now give me, you already got it written down, Psalm 50, verse 16 down to verse 23. Now time for it, uh, Brother Job. Now give me my Psalm chapter 50, verse 16. We'll read a little bit. Brother Job. Psalm chapter 50, verse 15, and you read. And call upon me in the day of trouble. I will Amen. deliver. Hold on, hold on. What you reading? You reading me um, Psalm fifty sixteen? Give me Psalm uh, fifty sixteen. Psalms fifty fifteen. Well, you want me to go to sixteen? So make it sixteen. Sixteen. Okay, well, you got to go ahead. Since you read 15, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, you, you, you might got some in 15. I don't know. Let's find what you're working with. Start at verse and 15, then. Go, go ahead, go ahead. And call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. Oh, verse 16. okay, hold on. Let me get in, let me get in, let me get in on that. A young man, uh, give me that 30 verse and become right back. Give me that. Psalm 30, verse 2 behind that one. That's, that's pretty good, Dave. So you you, you all right. So, so Yahweh said, call on him, not the Pope. <laughs> Give me 30, verse 2. Uh, Brother Titus. All right, Psalm 30, verse 2. We go yeah. to the book of Psalms, chapter 30. Verse 2 reads, O Yahweh, my Yahweh, I cried unto you, 
and you has hurt, and you has healed me. You see that? See, you you have to cry to Yahweh for the healing. You you don't go you don't go to the Pope confession book and get healed. No, you got to do Bible. See, our job is showing you what to do. Bible, you have to cry to Yahweh and um, to get your healed. Back up to go forward to Luke eight nineteen to twenty one. What what it say there um, that we can read? Luke chapter eight nineteen to twenty one. What, what are you talking about there, Brother Titus? Alright, we go to the book of Luke chapter eight, verse nineteen to twenty one. We're going to the book of Luke chapter eight, verse nineteen to twenty one. Luke chapter eight, verse nineteen. Then came to him his mother and his brethren. It could not come at him for the prep. Verse 20. And it was told him by certain which said, Your mother and your brethren stand without desiring to see you. Verse 21. And he answered and said to them, My mother and my brethren are these which hear the word of Yahweh and do it. So you see, on the real side, your mother and your brother, according to the Bible, is those that hear the word and do it. See, when you hear that the confession book, it was invented in the 1500s, and it's an invention from Satan the devil getting in the mind of the nephew of Pope Pius VI. When you hear the truth, and to be where you want to be, who is your mother, who is your brother, who are your sisters, is the one that hear the word and do it. That's the same as your mother, father, brother, and sister that hear the word, then do it. By making a decision according to the word. You don't make a decision because, you know, because we've been taught wrong. It's now time to correct it. And that's why we got to hold that point there, uh, brother. Now, you say where you at. You say where you at there, brother, brother um, Joe. But again, that's 20 verse 4. So now this got to come. Acts 20, verse 4. So now it's time for these things to come in place now. See, Paul will look at the record. He said, now, I got to go to these people. They're in bad shape. So he got the record saying that that he got a Ezra set up five men to come to the crew. And all these five men had the um, ready to write Swiftly the seal was poured out them scriptures and Yahweh had him where he it took five men, I'm gonna tell you now, to keep up with those seal. Now it's gonna take five men and five women all at one time to keep up those seal. Right now. So now Paul pulled that verse. And look what he did in 20 verse 4. What, what, what did he do? Uh, hey, Brother Titus, what did he do in 20 verse 4? 
The book of Acts, chapter 20, verse 4 reads, And there accompanied them into Asia, Sopator, and Berea, and of Thessalonians, and Artosha, and Sacadus, and Gadius, and Darby, and Timotheus, and of Asia, and Chalcius, and Trophimus. Verse 5. These go well, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Uh, hold on a minute, young man. So these men accompanied Paul. How many men did this accompany Paul on his mission? How many men we got here? Uh, but So Paul pulled a verse, and Paul had to put him a crew together because he had to get out there and deal with these northern kingdoms and those that are broken from Yahweh. So he had to put a crew together. So how many men did he put together according to 20 verse 4? How many we got here? Let me see. We got one, so two, three. reading their names and start counting their names out. I mean, we got here. But we don't want to miss got, the media reading about the verses. We land, right. we land in some good stuff here. How many mm-hmm. men he got the company? He said they company with him. How many men here? Okay. And, uh, okay. Twenty verse four. Read okay. them again and call and call yeah. them out by name. Acts chapter twenty verse four. And they accompanied him into Asia. Sopater. Sopater. Of Berea. And of Thessalonians. Two. Archetarch. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Wait, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on now. You're getting, you're getting, too, you're getting too, too happy there, uh, Brother Titus. Now we found out these men were of a, a, a country. So now, by the time you get to two, you run to this name of two. Remember this, he says, and of Thessalonica. This man was of two places. Oh. But the next name is right here. Okay. Come on, take your time now. And, um, Aristarchus. Start again. Take okay. your time. All right. And there accompanied him unto Asia, Zapotar, of Berea, Wait, wait, watch this. Of real and and of the Thessalonians. All right. So and he and he uh, of the Thessalonians. Still the same person. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And Archer Archer Two. And Zacchaeus. Three. And Gaius. Or uh, Berea and uh huh and Timotheus and, and who and uh, and Timotheus no and, and Timothy yes 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 Timothy Tim yeah Timothy Timothy is Timothy was already with it mm-hmm. and Timothy and of and, and and you got uh tight tight charges tight charges no and chop chopimus 
Trophimus. 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 Yeah, Trophimus. Five. Five. Mm-hmm. Verse five. Verse five. He's gone before Terry for us at Troy. Troy. No, well, we'll, we'll leave that for time's sake like it is. But, but see, you see, Paul put his he put his crew together, and then he, you know, he aboard with them, and they, he got them prepared to go out there just in case ten come over here, twenty over here. So, so he looked back and grabbed these men, and he put his crew together like like we doing now. We look and see who gonna step up. According to last night lesson in nine four sixteen against the evildoer. So we're looking for men and women that got a comprehension of understanding that the lesson is spirit led. They can look at the lesson and see what title was that lesson, although we is revealing the number of the beast six six six. But sometimes we gotta make detours away. So your comprehension level gotta be up to say, you know. In this lesson, we learned that the confession book, it ain't no such thing as a Yahweh confession book. That's coming from Satan the devil. Man can't forgive your sins. So that can be on the label. Because, you know, ain't nobody in the Catholic Church want to hear that. But that's just the truth. The earliest you can get the confession book is the 1500. Confession book, where you bring your money and listen to a man. Behind a, a a a wall that you can't see him, but he's taping you and 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 counting your money at the same time. But they had to bring that tape back to the Pope where he could see you ain't taking take a couple of his dollars from him. And so the Pope said, "Look at where that tape at there. Now, how many how many came to your confession booth? Well, you know, it was a long line. Well, give me the tape. Let me see you you keeping it in my money. So that." That was that's all. Ain't nothing but a fundraiser from Satan the devil. The confession book, man can't forgive your sins. Yeah. So that so Paul got these men together. Then Paul worked them out. And in Ezra eight verse three, then what happened in uh for Titus? Now these men, Paul got them together because Timothy and Titus was already with it. So he picked these other men up, and he sit around the bowl or bowl with them for many days. And you can read all that. So Paul put his crew together, and we turn these men loose. They had a first Ezra eight verse three on. Them. What's going on after Titus? How was these men? All right, you said first Ezra eight verse three. First Ezra. Yeah. How was these men? First Ezra chapter eight, verse three reads. First Ezra chapter eight, verse three. First Ezra chapter eight, verse three. All right. All right. First Ezra chapter eight. Verse three. Then Ezra went up from Babylon, as scribe being very ready. In the law of what, 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 kind, what kind of ready was he? Very ready. Very ready. So so that's what we trying to do now. We trying to get Five men and five women that can comprehend what goes on on six nights a week. 
Yahweh in the blessing business. You step to the plate because the lesson you learned today, it, it covers so many points. But you can find out the only one that is in the line to receive the blessing is Judah, not the Pope. The Pope is from saving the devil. The, the Roman Catholic confession booth, the earliest you can get it is in the 1500s. And man can't forgive your sins. Anyway, it, it, it's my fact they say it out their own mouth. You, do you know they said out their own mouth they can't do it? Did you know that? Out of their own mouth they said they said we cannot do that. And and but you gonna be a God complex is when you hear the truth, but you won't believe it. Out of their own mouth, uh, hold that part up. Hold your hold what you got there, um, brother. Job, you mean Matthews nine one through five in the closing statement, there, brother Joe. We catch you win tonight, or oh, catch you on Pal Talk Tuesday. Hey, brother Joe, give me Matthews chapter nine one through five. We hold we hold that our uh, Psalms up. We come back and get it. Let's show you that in tape number thirty. That man can do this. And they'll tell you out there on my they can't forgive no sin. Nine, one through five. Come on, Brother Job, in a closing statement. Matthew, chapter nine. Verse one through Matthew, five. Matthew, chapter nine, one through five. And it reads this. Matthew, chapter nine, one through five. All right, here we go. One through five. Matthew chapter nine, one through five. And he entered into a ship and passed over and came into his own city. Verse two. And behold, they brought to him a man sick of the palsy, lying on the bed. And Yahweh, seeing their faith, said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, be given of good cheer. Thy sins be forgiven thee. Verse number three. And behold, certain of the scribes said within themselves, This man blasphemeth. Verse four. And Yahweh, knowing their thoughts, said, Wherefore? Think ye evil in your minds. Verse 5. For whether it's easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise and walk. Verse 6. But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. Then say, he to the sick of the palsy, arise, take up thy bed, and go unto thine house. Verse 7. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. A bag of, bag of read verse 6 again. But that, he, but that ye may know that the Son of Man 
have power on earth to forgive sins. Then say, He to the sick of the palsy, Arise, take up thy bed, and go unto thee, to thine house. So, uh, so who got the who got the power to forgive sin? The Pope or the Bible? Well, who, who who the Bible say got power to forgive sins? Uh, Brother Titus, um, Brother Joe, who got the power to forgive sins? According to according to that verse. Son of man have the power the son on earth. Man. The son of man got that power, not the Pope. The Pope can't forgive sins. They said that's <laughs> blasphemy. The, their own people said the, the sentence of the Pope today, said that's blasphemy. See, that, that's blasphemy when they tell you your sins is forgiven. They, man can't forgive your sins. That thing was invented in the 1500s. Closer said in there, Brother Titus, take it, I mean, Brother uh, Job Israel, take your time and give your closing statement. You see that? That's blasphemy. Man can't forgive your sins. This, Only Yahweh can do that. I so all the money you're going to put in the confession book, you go and tell them, <laughs> I want my money back. Or least, uh, if I can't get the money back, let me lease kick you up on that garment you got rid of you behind. <laughs> That's the only way. That, can I do that? Come on. <laughs> Give me the clothes, David L. Get your wings tonight. Hey, six o'clock yet, brother Joe. Come on, close okay. statement. Come on. What's your I, I, I have a closing statement to, to show you guys something that you guys were kind of uh, in there. And I noticed... Uh, that verse, it was seven. That's the answer. It was seven. That was the that answer. When we was read, well, when you you were reading that, it was seven. And I, and I I don't know. I can go over that real fast and just point it out. But it was seven. But this has been a a, a very, very, um, very um, uplifting thing to the mind, and it's showing how the deceit that they will go so far to do. This is deceitful. They they never they never had the power. To forgive you, they never had that, and, and, and more so than that, people need to be ashamed of this, because this lesson, and we we're not finished, we're not finished at all. This is about to hit, and I noticed that uh, a lot of things that I'm reading, that I was hearing, they they do something called an exorcism. That's what they do. They, they, how you go exercise a spirit? How you go? How you go? How 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 can you? You don't even know what to fight. Now now this this is this is this, this is the Yahweh's 
realm. This is it, the truth. It's time for the Pope and all his minions. It's time for them to, to, to bounce. All that, all this, this sin that they do, they know they have done it too. They can't, they can't confess. They ain't got enough losses. So I don't, I, I can tell you, the only thing I can say, Yahweh be with you. Yahweh bless you. Everybody that's on tonight, I hope you got a, a very valuable lesson. Remember that 
Here's the Pope talking right here. The only one can forgive sin is Yahweh alone. You gonna play no never man? Yes. You still gonna eat hogs. You still gonna keep Sunday. You still gonna call on Jehovah Jireh and Nisi. And the Pope is telling you themselves. Who can forgive sin but Yahweh alone? But then you know what you're going to say? That don't mean what it means. The Pope confession booth forgives sin. Ain't nothing we can do for you. Ain't nothing we can do for you. Huh? Y'all line is all on you. Catch you tomorrow on that broadcast of Pale Talk at 8 o'clock. You got a lot to bring on the table there, young man. The closing statement is all yours. Come on. All right. We're going to the Book of Sirach, chapter 45, verse 17. He gave unto him his commandment and authority unto the statutes and the statutes of judges that he should teach Israel the covenant. And inform Israel by his law. Verse, verse 23. The third, the third in glory is Phine, Phine, the son of Eleazar, because he has zeal in the fear of Yahweh and stood up with good courage of mind. And when the people were turned back, he made reconciliation for Israel. Hallelujah. 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 Yeah, call, call your verse out again there, young lion. Uh, WCC said, uh, call that verse out again. That, that, that's, pretty, that's pretty big there. Call it out again. That uh, was the Rock chapter 45, verse 17 to 23. 17 now to verse 23. All right. Y'all hear that, WCC? Listen, we call humble. But only one forgives sin. Here's the Pope. Remember, the Pope came after the Pharisees. Here's the Pharisees and the Pope is interchangeable. They said, the old, this man is, is talking blasphemy. Who can forgive sin, but Yahweh alone. So you see, if they tell you they can't do that, only Yahweh can do it. And you got your brother and your uncle and, and Aunt Willie May telling you go make a confession. That is a recipe for to be thrown in the bottom of the lake of fire. If they don't repent after hearing this Oh, 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 you need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh, oh. 